welcome to Pleasant Grove Church, where Reverend Dr. Classy M. Preston is the pastor. A place where the Word of God impacts and transforms your life. Let's listen to a power-packed message already in progress. Well, that was a surprise. <laughs> um, let me say thank you to the multimedia team for putting that together. Um, so this is going to be hard after that. Um, <clears throat> um, but thank you guys. I, I appreciate it. We have a great multimedia team who does great things on a daily basis. So if you could give them a round of applause. I Am My Brother's Keeper is the title, but um, today we're, we're celebrating Juneteenth. Um, we're celebrating June 19th, 1865, when the Union Army uh, went down to Galveston, Texas, and let some slaves know that they were free. Um, see, there were people who didn't know they were free, and if everyone isn't free, then nobody's free. Um, right now in this world, there are people who don't know the freedom that we get to experience as children of God, that under, under, the, under Jesus Christ, that we experience a freedom like no other. In 1865, those slaves, um, in 1865, those slaves in Galveston, Texas, should have been experiencing the freedom that was given to them two years before that they didn't get. So today we celebrate not just Juneteenth, but also the freedom that comes with being a child of God. So look to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, freedom looks good on you. Good on you. Amen. So say it again, freedom looks good on you. So stand to your feet, give God some praise because freedom looks good on you. So we're going to do a call and answer. Freedom looks good on you. 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 Try it on. Try it on. Freedom looks good on you. 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 Try it out. Try it on. Try it out. Try it on. You never look better. 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 Try it up. Try it out. Try it out. Let's Try it out. Your freedom looks good on you. Freedom looks good on you. Your 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 freedom looks good on you. Try it up. Try it out. Try it up. Try it out. Try it out. Try it out. Amen. 
Amen. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, gracious God, we thank you for today, Heavenly Father. We thank you for coming down and, and bringing your Holy Spirit into this place, Heavenly Father. We thank you for your word today, Lord, the word that is going to go forth, Heavenly Father. And I ask that you remove me off this stage so that people may only see your word that comes out of my mouth, Lord God. We thank you for who you are in our lives, your mercy and your grace, Lord God. And as your word comes forth, Heavenly Father, we thank you. And we ask that it may bless someone in the house or bless someone online, Heavenly Father, so they may grow closer to you in their relationship, Heavenly Father. We say thank you again, Jesus, for it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Matthew 17, 1 through 9, is part of what is known as the transfiguration. The Bible says after six days, Jesus took, him to, with, took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And it was there he was transfigured. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. Just then appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. How many of us are like Peter? Peter had a love for Jesus like no other, and some considered Peter greater than the other's disciples because of his love. John 21.15 tells us, when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Peter's love was evident on the mountain as Jesus was transfigured and was talking to Moses and Elijah. How many of us, Peter's, I'm sorry, Peter's reaction was to provide a shelter for Jesus, Moses, and Elijah. How many of us have a friend like Peter in our lives or are we like Peter ourselves? When a friend is going through something, do we provide them with a shelter or a safe place for them to bear it all, for them to be vulnerable in our presence. You see, God is best experienced from a place of vulnerability. When you, shoot, when you shed the mask that you've been showing the world all week, you have to bear it all with God. And most of the time, it ain't pretty. So now let's talk about James. I'm not going to be long, y'all. I'm going to let y'all know. There are barbecues that need to be fired up. So I'm not going to be long. But let's talk about James. James was part of a dynamic duo with his brother John. Mark 3.17 tells us, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, to them he gave the name Boanerges which means sons of thunder. 
Acts 12, 2 tells us that he was put to death with the sword and is now known as the first martyr. How many of us have a James in our lives or are James? When you're down and out, they are the first ones to show up despite what's going on in their own personal lives. When you are sick, they clean you up. They feed you. They take care of you. They're ready, willing, and able to sacrifice it all for you. And they never ask for anything in return. When you're depressed and don't feel like being bothered, they're the ones that show up at your door with food. And they let you talk for hours without saying a word. How many of us have a James in our lives? Somebody who's willing to pull out of us what God has put in us. Somebody willing to sacrifice themselves for your sake, to ensure your success. See, there's no success without sacrifice. And just because you haven't paid it doesn't mean that somebody else hasn't paid it before you. Lastly, there's John, the other brother. John's death is on the entire opposite end of his brother. And John was the last disciple to die due to old age. John 19, 26 through 27 tells us, when Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, woman, here is your son. And he said to the disciple, here is your mother. And then from that time on, the disciple took her into his home. How many of us have a John in our lives or are John? Somebody you can trust with something as precious as your mother. Think about that. Entrusting your mother to someone else. Somebody you know that when you tell them something, they won't say anything, even when they're having pillow talk with their significant other. They keep things close to their chest and don't go telling the world. They are trusted. They've proven themselves to be trusted. We all need a Peter, James, and John in our lives. And if you don't have them, you should maybe look at getting them. Pleasant Grove is a perfect place to start looking. I don't know how many of you know, but June is Men's Health Month. So allow me to give you some statistics. In 2020, one in five, 20% of men will experience some type of anxiety disorder. Two, men are less likely to get mental health treatment. And three, anxiety, not depression, is the most common cause of suicide. Now I know in this room, there are people suffering from anxiety, depression, and suicidal thoughts. I'm one of them. I suffer from anxiety and PTSD between being a black man in America and the effects of war, 
I am part of that one in five. I know back in the day, you know, growing up, I'm a 70s, 80s baby. You know, it was frowned upon, you know, to be like, I, I have a problem, something is wrong, or I'm feeling depressed. It would be downplayed or you'd be afraid to let people know. Nobody consulted with a mental health professional back then. What was that, right? Nobody went to look for mental help. Now, I know you would say, looking at me, you know, that's a handsome dude. Ain't no way in the world. <laughs> there ain't, there ain't no way in the world. Thank you, sir. <laughs> but even I had to go to therapy. And I have no shame in saying that because somebody either in this sanctuary or online needs to hear that it's okay to go get help. It is okay. It's okay to go into someone's office and let it out. Pressure burst pipes. If you take a balloon and you keep pumping it with air, eventually it's going to burst. As children of the Most High, we aren't exempt from trouble. Trouble finds everybody. You can pray. You can fast, you can talk in tongues, you can even dance, but it doesn't exempt you from having dark days and empty days and days of struggling victories. I know there's somebody in here who's, who's been there, who has a testimony that, you know, there was somebody that God sent when I was at my lowest he sent a Peter, he sent a James, or he sent a John to my door because you didn't know how you was going to make it out of bed. You didn't know how you was going to go to work. You didn't know if, if taking your next breath was even going to come. Even Elijah, the same Elijah that was on the mountain, when Jesus went through his transfiguration. Even Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 19, as he was being pursued, he was just ready to give up. Verse 4 reads, while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, he came to a broom bush, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. How many of us in here have been in a position where it's like, Lord, I just, I can't go on. I, I don't know if tomorrow is possible. Sometimes the pain is, is so deep that you think, Lord, just let me go right now. But I tell you, Elijah said, I've had enough, Lord. Take my life, I am no better than my ancestors. But like Elijah, we serve a God that is capable of deliverance. We serve a God that allows grace and mercy to pursue us like it did the slaves of Galveston, Texas. We serve a God that will put 
people in our lives to fill the roles of Peter, James, and John. I know if I'm going through something, I can call Pastor Joseph. I can call Rayford. I can call Brett. I can call Gino. All these brothers at Pleasant Grove Church fill a role like Peter, James, and John. So don't be afraid about using the people that God has sent into your life to fill those roles. A lot of times we want to be, it's private. It's private. I don't want nobody in my business. Well, guess what? You and your business will continue to get pumped with air until you just burst. You and your business will continue to go through whatever it is you're going through. I've heard pastors say on many occasions, she ain't a therapist. She'll pray for you night and day, but we got to go see somebody. I'm going to get ready to close. I told you I wasn't going to be long. When you look in the mirror, take an inventory of your heart and ask yourself, am I my brother's keeper? When people come to me, am I able to keep their secret? Am I able to jump for them when they need me the most? Do I love them like Peter loved Jesus? Take an inventory. Take an inventory. I know today is Father's Day. Fathers, love on your children. Father, fatherhood is not just biological. There are fathers who fill the role of a father. There are uncles who step in. There are teachers, there are coaches. There are family friends and neighbors who fill that role. So today I say happy Father's Day to not just the biological fathers, but the fathers who fill the role of a father. If you are ready to give your life to Jesus Christ, we invite you to pray this prayer with us. And it says, Dear Lord, I admit that I am a sinner and there is nothing that I can do to save myself. I ask for your forgiveness. And you can do this if you are streaming. At this moment, I believe you alone are the one who bore my sins when you died on the cross and rose from the dead. Today, I turn from my sinful life and invite you into my heart. I will trust you and follow you all of the days of my life. Thank you for saving me and hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 
thank you for listening. It is our prayer that this message will enlighten and empower you to do the will of God. If you have a prayer request or praise report or would like additional information on Pleasant Grove Church or other recorded messages, come visit us in person or write to us at Pleasant Grove Church, Post Office Box 3603, Cary, North Carolina, 27519. Or call us at 919-363-5198. Or visit us on the web at www.pgc-carry.org. Thank you again.